Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel centered ministry every week. And it's great to be here at Team Pastoring. It is. We're not in our normal studio environment. No. We're down in the green room. Yep. Which hasn't really been the green room because there's really no, there's no. I don't understand why it's called the green room. But that's what it's called. Yeah, We're in the yeah. green room. Anyway, you press play on episode 24, and the one thing has been brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. Today, we're going to be talking about making your mission calendar. All right, so look, I grew up, when I grew up, uh, Adventist events went like this. They were nearly entirely attended by Christians. Uh, they were varying quality, but the format was always the same. A few weeks, a couple of months before you had an evangelistic event, the minister would get up and he'd say, we've got a guy coming, it's going to be an evangelistic event, event, invite your friends. He'd get the guy who was doing the event to come speak at the church the week before, uh, and then you'd have the event, the only people who would be there were Christians. And then after the event, when you're kind of reviewing it, say, well, yeah, look, it didn't go too badly. You'd start moving the goalposts. It'd be, it went well. Lots of people attended. People were encouraged. It raised the evangelistic temperature. Those are the kinds of things we would say. Uh, but then normal life resumed after that. Nothing changed. No people heard the gospel who didn't already hear the gospel and weren't Christians. So here's what we want to explore today. How do you actually be more deliberate about your year in your planning, in your events, so that you can more effectively reach those who you're trying to reach. Not just say you're running evangelistic events, actually do them in a way that does what you want them to do so you uh, can uh, kind of fire that throughout the whole of your church. That's what we want to talk about. And for that, we've invited Sam Hilton along. Now, Sam Hilton is the mission pastor at Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Welcome, Sam, to The One Thing. Thank you. It's great to be here in the green room. In the green room. Now, Sam, we're particularly talking about the evangelistic calendar. I want to hear from you. What are some of the mistakes that you're seeing churches make as they think about evangelism? Yeah, I think uh, Derek's experience growing up, certainly true of uh, my church when when I first became a Christian, um, and that is the one-off evangelistic events uh, that run from you know you bring 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 your friend along to the to the one event that's happening this year, and and it, what it tells you is that people uh, that this church we do evangelism one time a year Uh, the other mistake people are making at the moment i think is kind of moving away from the event idea they've actually moved towards running a series of you know like a a christianity explored or a life series or something like that but there's no follow-up plan and what do you do with the people who, who have now finished this life series or the christianity explored series and and what's the next? So they've thought about the the course, but then they haven't thought actually, what, what's the next step? Yeah, and then the right. next step, and then the yeah. next step. Or how to get people into that course. Yeah. So how for, so for HBC, yep. as you've rethought how to do that, um, what have you seen? What have you learned about flow and planning a calendar and not just making it that big one event or just not dispensing with it entirely? Yeah, so one of the things we talk about is uh, funnels and pipelines. So uh, we, we, we have a big funnel at our church, uh, our big carols event that happens at the end of the year. Uh, But the carols event isn't just an event on its own. Uh, The idea of the carols event is then to push people into Christmas church or push people into our Wave Kids Club program. And so this year we gave out um, a whole bunch of slap bands to all the kids who turned up at the carols. Mm. And that was an ad, uh, that advertised our Wave Kids Club program. And so it's the next step in, in, in the line. And so then those kids who come along to the Wave Kids Club program, 
we're looking to engage their parents in the coffee tent and from there the goal is not just the coffee tent the goal from there is to push them into something like our life series or our Christianity Explored series that we run at our women's growth group events. Mm. And then from there, uh, once they've been through that, that initial program, um, what we're looking to do is to continue to follow them up and continue to pass them until the point that they're believers. Yeah. yeah. So Sam, when, when you talk about that funnel, how does the Sunday gathering uh, you know, fit into that flow? Yeah, so all the way through that process, wherever people are at in that, in that process of evangelism, um, we're wanting to pump the Sunday gathering. We're wanting to see them uh, engage with the community of believers at Hunter Bible Church. And so that's just that regular one-off, regular event every week that we're wanting to see our non-Christian uh, contacts actually engage with. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, one of the things that uh, we're a team pastor at the moment, one of the things they've been tra- chatting about is poetry and plumbing. So it's not just the heat, not just saying, you know, we want to reach the lost, Yep. You know, we have a conviction that Jesus is the only way to do it. There's that plumbing aspect as well, saying we actually need to give people the, the framework in order to do it. Yeah, that's right. All right, more from Sam in a moment. First, Scott, let's take a look inside the One Thing Toolbox. Well, we really do want to keep unpacking this mission calendar, but, but where do you go if you're actually looking for more information? My top three must-have resources are uh, Questioning Evangelism by Randy Newman. It's an old book, uh, but a, a great book to be thinking about. Well, how can you actually equip people to be uh, you know, asking questions that lead to evangelistic conversations? Uh, the second resource is, is another book, a newer book, though, a book by Glyn Harrison, uh, Better Story. You're going to see that in the show notes. Uh, this book is going to help us uh, think into uh, the, the secular culture that we're currently engaging with and, and particularly around the concept of, uh, of, of gender and, uh, and same-sex marriage. Uh, it's a great, a great resource, again, uh, to get people to read, but also for you as a, as a mission pastor or as a church leader to help you think into well, how can you actually equip your people to be uh, responding to these questions as they share the gospel. And then the final, final one, mobilizing for mission course on Church in a Box. Uh, so if you jump on the churchinabox.online uh, forward slash training website, you'll be able to see the mobilizing for mission course. So that's actually the brainchild of Sam, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's excellent. It's a whole bunch of series. So Sam features on that. A guy named Liam Doyle, who's a planner on the Central Coast as well. Uh, Wendy Potts, uh, Grant Borg. Uh, it's a really helpful course, that one. Okay, so for the second part of uh, the one thing today, we really want to dig into uh, some of the specifics of building your mission calendar. So first of all, Sam, I want you to tell us about your connection events. Okay, so our connection events, they kind of run... Uh, parallel to uh, our big funnel events uh, and and what they're designed to do is essentially help uh, in the la- in the language of Sam Chan get your friends to become our friends so we want people to be doing that uh, deliberately on their own uh, but at the same time we're also trying to encourage that culture where you're able to bring your friend along to a, a, an event that really is just designed for your friend to, to be introduced to other Christians uh, in your network. Um, and we always run them in the lead up to our life series. Uh, and often there'll be like a, just a really soft plug for the life series. Hey, if you've enjoyed tonight, this, this, this has been put on by Hunter Bible Church. Next week, if you want to explore Jesus, we're going to be here at uh, the same time, same place, and we're going to be looking at uh, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. 
So if your friend has brought you along, come along. We'd love to see you. So there's not an evangelistic talk at that? Not uh, an evangelistic talk. There's uh, often what we'll do is we'll kind of uh, drip the Christian worldview Mm. into aspects of that. Uh, So, for example, at our Men and Meat Night, Liam Doyle, he comes and does that for us. He does a great job of um, just talking around the topic of death and his familiarity with death as as a young kid growing up you know he's 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 always been uh butchering sheep and whatnot and then he talks about an experience where he actually he actually found someone who was dead in the bush Mm. and uh how that really rattled him and he says if you're not ready for death yet if you haven't thought about it you should come to this life series they run it here it's going to be here the next week and um and then he just keeps going butchering up a sheep hmm. yeah so they're easy they're easy ask events as well yeah, they're easy I mean, ask you come events. and get a steak you come and hear a, a, a great talk from someone yep uh they're not there's usually a skill surrounding it so we've got an indoor plant night coming up uh so that people can come and bring their plants and uh, <laughs> the plants can meet each other and <laughs> well no no so they bring their plants and and we've got a guy who's who can diagnose what's wrong with it Sorry, um, I'm not laughing at the moment. Um, yeah, sorry. You're shock, not picking that up on the shock, video. Shock look on Scott's face. <laughs> <laughs> this this wasn't my brainchild. This was like uh, some of the girls at our. You're all over indoor plants, yeah. aren't you, Sam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've well, I I kill them. I, I tend so, to kill them. So. Yeah. So Jacqueline, oh, they're overtaking your house. It's yeah. killing me at the moment. But it's a thing. Like everyone's into them. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah. So uh, importantly, then, how do they how do they then feed into your course for exploring the gospel? and uh, you know, actually unpacking the gospel more? Um, well, essentially what it does is it builds uh, trust in our structures. Uh, it builds trust in our church for that person who's come along and they get to meet um, other Christians who can then further that conversation a little bit further than you've been able to take it because you know you've you've hit a brick wall, mm. uh, and so you're able to continue to, uh, I guess, introduce more people into the conversation about the gospel around around those events. So that so that theology of the body, and we've spoken about this before, yep. and I've heard you speak about it publicly, is hugely important in this evangelistic kind of arena, and especially with plausibility structures and leveraging other people's gifts. Just yep. talk to us a little bit about that and how it's affected your thinking. Um, well, I guess um, we think that probably 5 to 10% of people in your church are able to go from, take someone from hay all the way through to saved. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a massive deal to be able to do that. And also to, to kind of be able to create the space in your life to be able to do that mm-hmm. is difficult. And so what we've done is we've tried to make the steps as small as possible. So... For example, you come along to the Christmas carols event, you have a bit of a conversation, you invite them along to the wave event, uh, you have a bit, bit more of a conversation in the wave coffee tent, and then from there you invite them along to, oh, what, why don't, you've just heard about Christianity Explored and the Life Series, would you like to come along? And, and so just making those little steps as small as possible and introducing as many Christians into that process as, as we can. Mm. Yeah. And I, I, you, you know, you're in a large church now. Um, yep. HBC is is about 800. Help help the the smaller churches think into this. They might be thinking, I just don't have any anyone in my church is interested in indoor plants. 
Um, you know, I can see how the, we can all do Carol's events, but again, I might not have the resources to put on a big Carol's event. Um, how do you find those little connection events? You know, how do you find the person who's interested in you know, CrossFit or um, Pilates or you know, something that you can see will work for a, a larger group of people? Yeah, so I think if you're in a smaller con- context, I think you can do a Carol's event, but you do it really differently to the way that a, a big church would do it. You do like a, one of those kind of pop-up backyard gig style carol events or something like that. Um, and in terms of the connection events, you can, you can still run a couple of those things that, are, that have enough div- people interested from a, a large, large range of people. Um, but one of the things you can do is just encourage the believers to be intentional in, in their efforts of evangelism and intentional in a way that you're actually bringing other people into that conversation. So you might be into mountain bike riding and you've got a friend at church who's into mountain bike riding. So rather than just the two of you go, why don't you bring two or three other mates who are into mountain bike riding and then all of a sudden there's a couple of you evangelising two or three blokes um yeah yeah that's good that's really helpful well that uh, brings us to the end of the show there's there's so much more that i want to unpack and and hopefully we ought to have uh, sam on in future episodes uh what's the one thing people though should be taking away when it comes to making your mission calendar i think you need to have a plan don't don't just think i'm going to put on a life series i'm going to put on a christianity explored series and that will be the thing um, you need to work out what's the process and who's going to take over looking after these people as, you, as they come through the life series and become Christians and as they move on into a follow-up series and things like that. So you need to have a plan, an overarching plan that, that's really thoughtful and deliberate rather than just ad hoc events. Well, if you like The One Thing today, we'd appreciate if you'd take a moment just to rate The One Thing on iTunes. Even leave a comment. How about the best 15 minutes of my life every week? <laughs> yes. Cowley, that might be an overstretch. All right, thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. Uh, coming up in our next episode, it's time to look at the report card for the American church. How's it looking, Scott? That's right. We're going to be talking to two Americans fresh off the plane to see if it's a pass or a fail. I'm looking to putting them, you know, putting them under the microscope. I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.